I've for sure I am guilty of like going to a guy's house way earlier than I'm actually comfortable to go like fully comfortable to go obviously I want to like be there but I feel like I'm guilty of that and then I'm there and I'm just like uncomfortable the whole time Mm -hmm. and I'm like why did I put myself through this I could have just made this person meet me in public Welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. And today's episode, I mean, I kind of just wanted to talk about fears that you might be experiencing when you're like going on dates with people that you don't know, because this is obviously something that I'm doing currently (laughs) right now. You're newly single. Newly single. um, Dating again. Yeah. Going through the whole online dating, not, you know, not just dating, but online dating, which is a whole new phenomenon that the world is dealing with. I feel like this is the only way people date nowadays. I know. Like everybody is online dating. Yeah. I wish I didn't have to. Like I, so I think back to like previous relationships of mine. It's always been somebody I knew through somebody else, you know, like somebody Mm -hmm. I met in like hanging out with my friends is somebody that somebody brought with them and I just got to know them, you know, like a friend of a friend. So there was always like a level of comfortability and like trust that you already had with that person because they know your friends or they know your family. Mm -hmm. And so like they kind of have to be nice to you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like you, you know, of these people, it's not just like a totally random person that nobody knows who they are, where they live like what their personality traits are like you can at least ask around and kind of get a feel for these people but when you're online dating you literally have their online dating profile and their word Mm -hmm. like that is literally it but I do think that this is funny because would you go on a date with somebody who was like recommended to you by a friend now like would you 100% I would I'm waiting for this moment to happen oh I'm just waiting for my friends and family to be like We know somebody you should go out with. I ask people like you and I've asked Dustin and I've asked my boss. I'm like, does anybody know anybody like and everybody's like, "Mm, well, maybe uh, actually, no, Mm, don't think I do. Well, there's this person, but mm, nah, I don't think he's a good fit for you or this person. um, No, most of my friends are married. Like, I'm just like, okay, cool. This guy. This is really working. So your friends don't know anybody. No. So you're online. So I'm online dating. Um, so if you have any recommendations out there, guys, while you're listening, you can shoot them my way. But- Jessica <laughs> definitely 100% has a type too. So if you're like, hey, would Jessica like this guy? You could, I mean, you could always send <laughs> send me a photo and I can be like, nope, not her type. Definitely her type. And then you can... I mean, she can tell you too. No, Haley can tell you my type better than I can tell you my type, to be quite honest. So Haley, you go ahead. We were just talking before the episode and Jessica was showing me somebody's profile. And she was like, he's not really my type, but he's really nice. And I was like, he's like 100% your type. Like he looks like he fits your type to a T. So... Anyways, okay, sidetracked. <laughs> I'm embarrassed. <laughs> You're embarrassed? I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Okay, what were we talking about before that? Well, we're talking about online dating and how freaking oh, scary yeah. it is just meeting these people. So I know that people have a lot of 
fears with online dating. You hear it all the time. You hear online dating horror stories and things like that. Um, so it's obvious that it happens. Things, sketchy things can happen, you know. Um, I feel like I've gotten pretty lucky and haven't, like, met up with any weirdos. But I still, every time I go on a date, I'm so nervous about it. Um, so I guess I can share maybe, like, some precautions that I personally take when I go on dates and some people might find helpful. Um, 100% I always let somebody know where I'm going to be. Most of the time it's Haley now because I live with her and she's the easiest person to tell and Mm -hmm. the one who knows when I'm out. So I will give Haley the location of where I'm going. Um, also if they have like a social media account, definitely share that with a friend so that they know exactly who the person is. Um, like I think I sent I send you like a Facebook profile. If I Facebook mainly because Instagram I feel like is more private. Like yeah. most of the time. Facebook yeah. you can find out more about somebody without like being friends with them. The basic information. Yeah. Exactly. I think I actually have most of my basic information hidden on Facebook from the general public. I mean, if you you're like one of the smart ones, not many people do that. I feel like I mean my Instagram is completely <laughs> you're like but my instagram (laughs) wide open doors yeah yeah (laughs) but uh yes i do that um i do i should have more but i do have like a pocket knife always on me um and that's not just for dates that's for every day of my life um but i know a lot of women who bring like tasers and stuff like Mm -hmm. that how literally you're like i'm going on a date Hopefully I have a romantic connection with this guy. But or then you're also he doesn't murder me. Yeah. Yeah. Like I Yeah, hopefully or he's hopefully he's not a fucking asshole that is crazy and abusive and Exactly. Maybe mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe crazy isn't the right word, but Yeah. Um but yeah, like I I have a huge fear of being murdered. <laughs> like I really do. Um I'm sure a lot of people have a fear of that I mean why wouldn't you be scared of that but it like is so paralyzing for me to like do this online dating with such a strong fear of that because like I go out on a date and then I can come home nothing weird will have happened and I'll still at home be like I wonder if they placed a tracking device on my car while I was with them Mm -hmm. or like I wonder if they followed me home and Mm -hmm. I just don't know like we've all fucking seen who joe goldberg is like (laughs) shit is possible for these people out there and it's terrifying and to like go on a date for me like i i guess with my certain type that i like i like taller men and (laughs) (laughs) they are usually much stronger and much larger than me Mm -hmm. the men that i go on dates with so like to be in a room alone with this person that i like barely know you know Mm -hmm. and then to know that they could literally just kill me if they wanted to and I wouldn't be able to fight my way out of it is mm-hmm. terrifying like yeah. how ugh, I, I hate it so much so it's scary going on dates and like people inviting you over it's so scary yeah. like the first time I go to like a guy's house oh, well oh especially if they live alone like mm-hmm. if they have roommates that's probably helpful a nice little buffer yeah I don't know, but just going to somebody's house knowing it's just you two. So scary. Um, But I was obviously dealing like I'm going on dates and I'm dealing with these fears. So I wanted to 
I was curious what other people do as far as like things that they're afraid of, I guess, on dates, like people out there that are online dating or have online dated in the past. Um, I asked you guys to share your stories with me and share some things. So let's, let's talk about those. Um, I also put up another story poll that was like precautions that you might take or that you do take when you do online dating. So we can read those as well, but you guys sent in like a ton of answers. So thank you for that because this is a lot to go over. Well, and it's also validating to know that you're not alone in it. Yeah. I feel like as women, there's a lot to be fearful of out in the world. And unfortunately, dating is no exception. Yep. I totally went to Dustin's house on the first date, (laughs) except (laughs) we had mutual friends and he had a roommate. So Mm, it worked out. I've... I for sure I am guilty of like going to a guy's house way earlier than I'm actually comfortable to go like fully comfortable to go obviously I want to like be there but like I feel like I'm guilty of that and then I'm there and I'm just like uncomfortable the whole time Mm -hmm. and I'm like why did I put myself through this I could have just made this person meet me in public like Mm -hmm. if I'm not ready for this I shouldn't be doing it like why did I do that to myself yeah (laughs) so that's happened a few times Okay. Do you want to read first? Do you want me to read first? Um, yeah. So this was in response to what people are feel- fearful of as far as like going on a first date. One of them said that they're a raging narcissist, but hide it well. So they hook you in, mm-hmm. which narcissists are known for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Valid fear. Yeah, that's like thinking like a long time or like more of a longer term fear, right? Because usually they don't show those colors at first. You yeah. usually find that out down the road that they they're you in. a narcissist. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad that they said that, though, because I was thinking definitely like immediate fears for like that day of, you know, that you're with them. But that's so true. Too. Well, and that's still like if you think about it, like fighting for your life, literally. Yeah. But it's in a longer term yeah. setting. Ugh. I feel like there should be like a dating red flags on people's dating profiles that people can like pin on Yelp, there. Yelp reviews yes. for your dating profile. I wonder what mine would say. <laughs> That's another topic for another time. Okay. Uh, what do you got? Um, this woman said that I will be physically assaulted, which, yeah, I mean, that's fucking terrifying mm-hmm. for sure. That's valid. Yeah. This other one's being stalked after. Yeah, that's that literally was that's where my mind goes too. Well, and you think about it, you don't want to ask somebody to maybe drop you off at your house or even pick you up from your house on a first date, like walk down the block or something or I don't know. Yeah. It's I mean, terrifying. You never know how they're capable of doing that, but some people are, so Joe Goldberg. Yep. <laughs> Just watch you. Um, this girl said that I'm going to be stuck in a shitty situation, AKA uncomfortable, but not able to leave. Yeah. That's kind of what you just said. Yeah. Like really. It's hard too, because I think as women, we're, we're kind of taught to be yes people and to maybe push past our discomfort to satisfy other people. So yeah, that's like, okay, that's spot on with this one. So I'm going to read this one next. This person wrote that they have bad intentions or simply I'll let them convince me to do things I don't really want to do, which Mm -hmm. is like, ugh, like it's so hard. Yeah. 
Well, and even if you think about, like, I think about sex or even just getting intimate, and, like, that has to be consensual the whole fucking time. But somebody you don't know, it's, like, how comfortable are you setting boundaries and exactly you like you know how terrifying it is to be like half somebody's size and to have them like start making moves on you when you're alone yeah where like you don't know if they're gonna get pissed if you're like no like stop you don't know how they're gonna react I'm not comfortable with this yeah like that's such a terrifying feeling yeah well and then it's like if they get pissed off Uh, Yeah. Well, and then you don't know how they'll react. Are they somebody who is going to lash out, punch walls, get abusive? Like, Mm -hmm. you don't really know. Or just force you into, you know, the sex or. Yeah. Um, One of these says the chance that they could be crazy and drug my drink. Valid. That is. Oh, my God. The thought of people drugging drinks just pisses me off. I fucking hate those people. And I feel bad for anybody that has had to deal with that. It's so scary. There was one time in college where I'm pretty sure I got roofied at a party. Um, Luckily, I was with like a bazillion friends at that party. So like they realized when I wasn't right and kind of, you know, was around me and took care of me. But not everybody is always with people when that shit happens. And that's terrifying. Well, and I also think... There are some people that might not even know that they got roofied. Like, I think about the way that I used to drink sometimes, and there could have been situations where maybe I was, and I just didn't know. Um, This one says, I was terrified that I wouldn't be able to say no to sex, or if I did, it wouldn't be respected, which is just a second, you know, thing to what we already mentioned. And this person said that her fear is them just wanting to have sex and move on which yeah totally if you're wanting a serious relationship and somebody just has sex with you and then doesn't want to talk to you anymore that's a huge gut punch yeah dealing with rejection is hard yeah when you're out here being vulnerable trying to connect with people and that's challenging plus it can stir up a lot of past shit too you know dating is terrifying it's so scary in like so many different ways Mm -hmm. having to like worry about if you're like sharing enough with the person either like am I sharing like am I becoming too vulnerable too quickly or am I becoming vulnerable at the right pace Mm -hmm. for this other person you know what I mean like you don't know if like I don't know that you're sharing stuff on the correct timeline I don't know how to explain that but like you you don't don't really know other people's intentions yeah you don't want to like scare them away but then you don't want them to think that you're like not opening up to them kind Mm -hmm. of thing and it's like this weird like it feels like a seesaw like you're on a seesaw every time you're on a date (laughs) and you're just like trying to keep it balanced but it's just like not staying balanced it's terrifying I don't don't like it yeah (laughs) Because it's like, how do you really show somebody who you are within a first date, too? You also have, like, the pressure of that. Yeah, and the pressure that they're going to, like, I mean, let's be real. Dating apps are mainly about first impression of what you physically look like. You Mm -hmm. know, that's how those apps are set up. And so you have the pressure going into a first date, too, of, like, 
Were my pictures cuter than like what I actually look like? Oh you know what I gosh. mean? Like there's that fear too. Mm-hmm. Or like, are they not, are they going to find me physically attractive or are they not going to find me physically mm-hmm. attractive? Is my personality going to kill the physical attraction that yeah. they have to me? You know what I mean? Like yeah. you just think everything. Yeah. Well, you want them to like you. Yeah. I always, so one of my friends said like the best line to me, um, the very first online date I ever went on, um, I almost backed out of, I was sitting in the parking lot and then I called my friend and I was like, I can't do this. I don't want to go in. I'm going to throw up in the parking lot right now. It's like, no. And she was like, Jessica, just remember that like you're going in there and like he has to win you over. Like you're not trying to win him over. He has to win you over. Like you're going to be fine either way with or without this guy. You didn't know him yet. Like last week. Mm-hmm. We're fine. Like, I just remember this pep talk and being like, huh, that's so true. Because you definitely go in there thinking that, like, you feel like you're crawling in there like, please like me, please like me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then, no, you go in there and you're like, be fine with or without you. So, you know, kind of like a job interview that you don't really need. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, who cares what comes of this, you know? It could be hard, though. Like, I mean, if you really get your hopes up and maybe like your future tripping, you've like planned out your future with this person because you think they're like your perfect type. Yeah. I mean, I've got my hopes up many times with men on dating apps and been sadly disappointed. So Mm -hmm. it happens. Yeah. So if you're out there online dating, props to you. I have never had to do this a day in my life. Lucky bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but I did want to say just a few others. Um, I put up the story poll about the precautions people take, and I wanted to read a few of those. Somebody said they bring pepper spray and a blade, which, like I said, I'm like, I have a little teeny pocket knife, but like I feel like I need pepper spray or some shit, too. Um, I mean, just kidding. Anybody out there listening, I have lots of weapons on me every time I leave my house. So... <laughs> um. <laughs> um, this person said that they always update their friend with like a change of location mm-hmm. which is obviously very smart because um, yeah. if you go somewhere else and what you originally told somebody then they're not going to know where you went unless you tell them mm-hmm. or share your location yeah like, like your actual location through your phone when you get there yeah mm-hmm. that's that's super helpful too or like the find my friends app where you can constantly like track each other mm-hmm. that's nice too yeah uh, I know I've had friends do this with me in the past or people send me addresses of where they're headed and like the names of people so yeah let's see this says meet in public great idea um have a person I can call for an out if I need mm-hmm. usually I drive there so that's something actually to bring up because I've been asked out on dates by men and even through mutual friends actually where the person's been like yeah like I'll let's go out on a date. Do you want me to pick you up? And I'm like, no. It's funny because we've been taught that's the romantic Do you remember? Thing. Like, yeah, romantic movies. Mm-hmm. Like, the guy always picks, like, the girl up for a date. And, like, now I'm like, no. I I'd- drive myself there. I will drive myself home. Well, like, yeah. For one, you have an escape plan. Yeah. And for two, they don't know where you fucking live. Exactly. 
Yeah. Which I think in the olden days, you know, obviously I feel like it was like your neighbor that like your whole town yeah. knows that you they, were going out on a date with. Like They weren't online dating. They weren't just reading, meeting random strangers multiple times a week. But yeah, I'm always, I always think that I'm like, no, do not pick me up, please. I do not want you to know where I live. Yeah. It's like. Well, we've totally shifted. You're right. From meeting people in person and meeting people online and we used to be like do not meet people on the internet I remember classes in like seventh grade where they're like don't meet strangers on the internet like I remember them teaching us that Mm -hmm. and now and then AOL created chat rooms and fucked everybody up but but (laughs) were people actually out there meeting people on the internet Maybe it wasn't that like the whole like isn't that the premise of that one dateline show? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's a thing. I feel like that's when like it all like opened up. AOL instant messenger. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Um this person said talk to them on the phone beforehand, which is like that's a good way to get to know somebody a little bit more personal mm-hmm. rather than just like texting, which is what you usually do through the apps, you know, it's like yeah. texting, messaging. So it just um, might take a little bit more time to get to know somebody online before you decide to meet them in person. Yeah. And like, I feel like everybody's different for that. So if you're like, if you're online dating and you're like, I feel like I take like forever before I actually meet anybody in person, like, pff, do you? Yeah. Like, I've definitely taken my sweet ass time to finally agree to like a date with somebody before. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I've never regretted like waiting extra time before I meet somebody. Yeah. You know, because I've just felt extra safe on the date, mm-hmm. like more comfortable and like excited for it. Yeah. And if I, yeah. you know, it's more terrifying if I only like send four text messages with them back and forth and then I'm like, oh, going to meet you. I'll be at your house. Yeah. Going to meet you soon. And then it's like, wait, but I know barely anything about you. That's great. And how awkward could that be? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsor for today's episode. Feeling imperfect, insecure, or inadequate? How do you show kindness, self-acceptance, gratitude, and compassion towards yourself every day? Mental health is a journey, and Switch Research delivers expert guidance along the way. Their mission is to provide you with effective, easily accessible mental health resources to help you become a happier, more resilient you. Switch Research partners with psychologists, clinical therapists, researchers, psychiatrists, and more who have years of academic and clinical experience under their belt to provide evidence-based journals and digital work courses. I got their journal a few months or a few weeks ago now, and it's a journal that you do every day. And I can just say like, it is so amazing. I'm such a journal person though. So I'm just like, I love having the prompts to like do, um, I can't decide if I like doing it in the morning or the night better. I just really can't make up my mind. I've kind of switched between the two, but I just really like it because it's just someplace I can get all of my thoughts down in a, and I have a hard time with like the blank journals, mm-hmm. right? Cause I have so many thoughts and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know where to start. Yeah. But it. this has like the perfect prompts. It's all about self-love and like learning to love yourself, learning to like take care of yourself. It's just literally perfect, but you can transform negative thoughts into self-love and you can actually use our code socialsoul20 today at switchresearch.org and get 20% off of your purchase. 
And now let's go back to the episode. Okay, so we put up a story poll with online dating horror stories just to see if anybody would fill those out. We only got one, um, but Haley has another website too that shares some online dating horror stories and we'll share those too. But the first person that we did get um, said that, she said, dude made me cry during the date. That's all she said. So I haven't, like, I didn't ask her more, but that's terrible. That's so sad. Yeah. What I, like, I'm so curious what happened. Why, how, yeah. Must have been an asshole. Well, I mean, yeah, we know these, that these asshole men exist and they're yeah. out here dating people. Like, <laughs> it's just sad. Okay. So there's this Instagram page that I follow just for pure entertainment and it is called to the guys I've dated. And they just, re- they're basically these messages and emails from people to the guys that they've dated. So this one says, Dear Daniel, it was great chatting with you on Bumble until you shared that you were literally on a date. That's a weird detail to share. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so he's literally on a date on Bumble. <laughs> See, at least in the bathroom, because I feel like I've done that before. You've done that? <laughs> like, I feel like I've, <laughs> I feel like I've definitely been on a date and gone to the bathroom and, like, responded to my, like, hinge messages while in the bathroom and then gone back out on a date. That's multitasking right there. It's like speed dating. <laughs> you can't waste any time, you know? <laughs> uh, okay, this other one. This is funny. It says, Dear Spencer, no one's penis is so big that you have to order condoms on the internet. Funny. <laughs> I don't know. Must have said that on the date. <laughs> make any sense. Okay, this one says, Dear Brett, I'm sorry for vomit vomiting okay i'm restarting (laughs) dear brett i'm sorry for vomiting in front of you but we split a bottle of jack and you told me you still talk to your ex-girlfriend so who's the one that should really be saying sorry oh my god that's so funny that would be a fucking nightmare splitting a bottle of jack daniels on a first date dang (laughs) okay this one says max thank you for the memories hotter than any porn see ya in my fantasies ari (laughs) So they just banged, and then that was it. Oh, man. This is good. I need to follow this page. It's, I feel like I've heard of it. Maybe I used to follow it, but then I was like, this is too depressing because I just relate to it too much. You've unfollowed so many pages yeah. lately, I feel like. Yeah, I have. Um, okay, this one's kind of funny. It says, Dear Christian, when you got out of my bed at midnight to drive home an hour and a half to cuddle with your dog because you were so distraught, I wouldn't let her sleep on my bed because I'm allergic. I knew you had already found your soulmate. (laughs) The best to you both, the girl who was mean to your dog. (laughs) I love this, but I totally understand both sides of this. (laughs) Like, I 100% one time, like, went to hang out with a guy, and I had, like, my puppy at the time. Mm -hmm. And I remember he was like, but can you, like, leave the puppy at home? And I was like, excuse me? <laughs> no. Like, I mean, I was going to anyways, but it still pisses me off that you told me to leave my puppy at home. Like, who doesn't want a cute ass puppy with them? Yeah. Like red flag. <laughs> I mean, she is allergic in that, so that makes a difference. But yeah. 
totally okay we'll end this one with kind of a funny but also on theme with this episode one it says dear seth when after not telling me for 10 months that you still lived with your ex-wife i gave you the benefit of the doubt and trusted you i even introduced you to my kids seeing the venmo post from you to her was eye-opening good luck with your family damn can we talk about how venmo is like the ultimate way to stalk people Uh and why are your venmo payments public like yeah do you guys not realize that those can be private like everyone's out here still posting public venmo payments my shit went private a long time ago like i don't even care if people know that i send you money on venmo but i still keep it private i don't want it public yeah it's like this is weird i stock all of my exes on venmo i feel like it's connected (laughs) to phone numbers too so like you could literally be in somebody's phone from like forever and they'll see your venmo Venmo stuff yeah i mean i once found out that a guy that i was hanging out with was still seeing his ex through venmo see exactly this is what this message was yeah i remember like having gone on a date with him and then two days later I went into Venmo and it said like a payment to her about like splitting a bottle of wine or something oh my god and I was like "Hmm, interesting yeah interesting so if you need the dirt on these guys that you're dating get their phone numbers and check their their Venmo Venmo. (laughs) now that she says that I feel like I have somebody I want to stock on Venmo so oh my Right, you guys if you have any horrible dating stories or things you'd like to add to this episode feel free to send us a dm about them and we can share them to our stories and laugh along with you but also maybe cry along with you because yeah. it sounds like this shit's scary <laughs> scary but you have to laugh to keep from crying sometimes so see you guys next time bye